Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Good morning and welcome to Scottish Sun Scottish Football Podcast. My name is Andy Devlin and with me is my colleague Colin Duncan. We're here to look ahead to the five SPFL matches at the weekend and also a look ahead to Celtics friendly against Inter Milan in Limerick. First up, Colin, Saturday lunchtime, a trip to Tayside for Rangers on the back of a disappointing 1-1 opening day draw at home to Hamilton Aquis. Is this a must-win game already for Rangers away from home? It probably is, Andy. I mean, Rangers looked very laboured last weekend against Hamilton. I think everybody just thought that was a three points were a given. It didn't turn out to be the case. Hamilton were excellent, very well drilled, hard to break down. Rangers just seemed to lack a bit of urgency and pace in the middle of the park, you know, and struggled. I mean, they put that right in midweek with a convincing win against Peterhead in the, the cup, which you would expect. I mean, they looked a lot sharper. And they'll certainly need to, to step up considerably if they, if they want to take three points at uh, Dens Park on Saturday because Dundee started the season with a bang in the, in the Highlands last last Saturday. Yeah, as you say, a terrific 3-1 win uh, against Ross County for Dundee who could be missing Greg Stewart for the game against Rangers. Obviously, Keane Hemmings has gone and uh, it looks the, the, the move to, to Birmingham City looks all but secured for, for, for Greg Stewart. Well, how will that impact Dundee, do you think? Well, I mean, there was a lot of doom and gloom, you know, ahead of the season with Dundee just after they lost Kane Hemmings. They proved last weekend that they could cope without him. Greg Stewart didn't play in the game either, which was encouraging because, as you said, it does look that all intents and purposes he's going to move to, to Birmingham, half a million pounds, which is great business again for Dundee. I'm sure the fans would still like to see two players like that still at the club, but it, it does represent good business. So Paul Hartley would have been encouraged last week that the fact that they could go up to Ross County, team finishing the top six last year, mm. scored three goals with Rory Lloyd doing very well. So I mean, I don't think they'll be they'll be fighting of mm. facing rain. I'm sure they would have rather had Greg Stewart in the ranks to take mm. them on, but uh, they'll be encouraged mm. with what happened last week. But with regards to Rangers, Colin, does Mark Warburton have a decision to make? in regards to Nico Crancia, it was clear to, to me watching him last weekend that he is not yet match fit Mark Warburton admitted as much before the Peterhead game you know there's no questioning his talent his natural ability etc etc but Rangers were lacking legs for want of a better you know phrase at the weekend in the middle of the park Joey Barton was sitting so deep Nico Crancia couldn't get thing, couldn't add, add that injection of pace and it was no surprise Colin that you know, a mi- less than a minute after Harry Forrester and Michael Hallen were introduced against Hamilton, Rangers got their equaliser. Now, against Dundee, you know, at Dens Park, tight pitch, etc., does he have a decision to make, you know, and does he does he leave Nico Cranshaw on the bench, perhaps, you know, looking to bring him on, or do you think he starts, starts him against Dundee? I think he'll probably start him. It's a bit of a catch-22. It's obvious that uh, Cranshaw needs games. The more games he gets... His fitness is going to improve considerably. I think Mark Warburton made more no secret of that during the summer that he desperately needed to get as many matches and as many minutes under his belt as possible. I think you can see him; he's coming on game by game, but he is still considerably short. The thing it's going to be a hundred miles an hour at Dens Park on Saturday. You know that's that's pretty much a given. So, can he take the risk by by starting him ahead of somebody like you know Jason Hole, your Andy Hallidays who? Last year were so vital to Rangers and so so crucial in the middle of that part, and who, who were able to you know box to box, great engines, great pace. 
know, is he going to sacrifice one of them to try and get more minutes into Nico Cranchard? Because I think long term, I think Cranchard will be a star in Scottish yeah. football. I mean, his, his ability is, is without question. You know, he's probably the most technically gifted or one of the most technically gifted players we've got in the Scottish Premiership. It would see a, a huge shift in, 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 in dynamic and in style for Mark Warburton over the next couple of you know, coming weeks, as you say, because that, you know, that, the way Rangers played last season was all pace, you know, pressing teams high up the park, etc. etc. They did that against Celtic in the Scottish Cup semi-final to, to, to devastating effect. For, for that to happen just now, I mean, you, you would expect the likes of Jason Holt and Andy Halliday and even O'Hara and these guys to start against Dundee. Uh, I, I just wonder if, if Cranchard will be rested and, you know, the likes of Holt is giving a run out Dens Park. Well, well he, he may well do. The fact that, you see, he played again in midweek. They've got the Betfred Cup games, which, you know, and, and they've got a, a busy midweek programme. So it's not as if he has to play every Saturday, Wednesday, you know, for the next three or four weeks. So he has got that option. But as you, as you mentioned last year, when Rangers were effective it was it was because they were able just to wear teams down and run mm-hmm. for 90 minutes and mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious that Nico Cranchat can't do can't do that just now and it was mm-hmm. noticeable against Hamilton that the the pace that Rangers played at before Forrester came on was extremely slow and, and, and laboured and, mm-hmm. and that's the exact opposite of what mm-hmm. um, Warburton likes his teams to be all about <clears throat> A bonus this morning for, for, for Rangers uh, fans is that my, the injury to, to Martin Waghorn which he sustained um, after scoring that equaliser against Hamilton Ackes isn't as bad as first feed and he'll be out for perhaps only two weeks Colin which you know, given the fact that Mark Warburton's trying to get another striker in the door and it leaves them pretty shy in that department just now. It's, it's you know it's pretty good news as far as that's concerned. It is a bit of a boost for them because I think you know they, they do need another striker. Uh, that's one area in the pitch that he, the Rangers are short in at the moment. So to lose Waggon so early in the season is, is, is a bit of a blow. But um, he'll be encouraged with the performances of Joe Dudu, who's come in and done very well, taking the, the chance that he's been given, scored a couple of goals. He looks really sharp exciting, plenty of pace, so, so I think he'll prove himself an able replacement. He's also got the old head in Kenny Miller who's been there, you know, seen it, done that, got the t-shirt, so I think that, you know, he will, he will be keen to get Waghorn back and he'll also be keen to, to get another striker in as, as quickly as he can. OK, I'll ask for a prediction then for the first SPFL match of the weekend, Dundee against Rangers, quarter past 12... I think it's on Sky Sports calling your predictions for that one. I think there'll be plenty of goals. It's hard to see Rangers keeping uh, clean sheets when they when they play against the better teams. Mm-hmm. I think that defence hasn't quite settled yet. But I think you know they, they will carry a threat going forward. I can see three two Rangers. Three two Rangers, okay. And keep bang up to date with the Scottish football by following Sunsport on Twitter. <laughs> Next, we head north to Aberdeen, where a huge game in prospect at Petaudry, Aberdeen hosting Hearts, and after last weekend, Aberdeen were held away to St Johnston, and Hearts, of course, losing late on against Celtic at Tynecastle. Again, huge game for, for, for both clubs at the weekend, Colin. Yep, I mean, both both teams have title aspirations. This will be a chance for both of them to put, to put down a marker. Last week, I thought Aberdeen, you know, there was a bit of a hangover from the... Europa Cup qualifier in Maribor, I thought, when they played St. Johnson. Lacked a little bit of urgency in the final third. Did well to keep another clean sheet, as always. Well well drilled, well organised, mm-hmm. Derek McInnes' teams. But Hearts did quite well against Celtic. You know, they were unlucky. They gave them a really really good run mm-hmm. for the money. And when you consider what Celtic did to, to Motherwell in the Cup in midweek, you know, that mm-hmm. it wasn't a bad performance by any stretch of the imagination. But it'll just be a bit of a worry that Hearts then lost again. You know, they were edged out by Celtic. 
edged out by St Johnston in the cup in midweek. You know, it's not ideal to be heading up to Pataudry in the back of two defeats. And this this was a fixture that Aberdeen, you know, had some sort of edge over Hearts last season. You know, both teams were, were, were pushing Celtic all the way and credit to them for that. Aberdeen just seemed to have a kind of psychological edge in getting over the line in these games. How big a factor will that play at the weekend or is that redundant now given the amount of players that Hearts have brought in over the summer because they've really compared to Aberdeen gone for it if you like over the summer yeah, no, I, mean, I, th- I think if you've got a poor you know you, a team keeps beating you you know it's going to be in your head it's going to stay there you know the, the players are going to have a a slight mental hang up when that keeps happening time and time again so yeah I mean it will be a factor how big a factor we'll, we'll, we'll find out but yeah I mean I, I've watched Aberdeen a couple of times this season I've seen them watch them in the first leg live when they played Maribor and, and then they do look good you know Derek McInnes, he's, he's not added too many players, but he's, he's it's the final third where he's he's brought in some reinforcements, and I've just got so many options there at the moment with, with Miles Story and Jaden Stockley. You know, he, he can change it up, play in different ways. Obviously, Johnny Hayes is out, which which is a blow, but um, you know, I, I think Aberdeen will do well this season. And I mean, obviously, Hearts have really pushed the ball out this this summer as well. It's encouraging that both these clubs have been able to strengthen again because with Rangers coming back and, and Celtic obviously changing their manager, it was important that, the, that these two also added to their squads and they've done that, which you hope will, will, will benefit the game long term. Yeah, I mean, we get guys like Tony Watt and, and Connor Salmon, who we lost from the Scottish top flight a couple of seasons ago. I've now went down, you know, done well down south, done abroad, you know, and, and have come back up here. I mean, they're, they're decent standard of players. You know, for a few years, mm-hmm. we, 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 you know, Teams like Hearts, Aberdeen, we're just not able to, to to get these players on board. So I mean, it is it is good for the game that we, you know, that, that they are spending, you know, that they're they're bringing in better quality of players, which can only help the league as a whole and help them in their in their bid to to push Rangers and Celtic at the top of the table. And uh, Tony Watt, you mentioned there, Con, he's one of these frustrating characters where he seems to have, you know, a fantastic ninety minutes and then can disappear for for three or four weeks. Uh, a couple of chances last weekend against his old club Celtic, which he failed to take. Is he one of these players that if he can get a couple of goals under his belt, then he could, you know, he could put a real run together? Yeah, I mean, he, he was a bit of a late developer, you know. To I mean, I think he only he went to Celtic when he was he's sixteen. He'd been basically playing, you know, boys club football, mm-hmm. and you know, as you say, you know, he wasn't one of these guys that came through the the youth system, of the clubs, and been training since he was five or six. He was very late coming to the game. I think he's also, you know, he's developing late, he's maturing late, you know, he's had a few off-field issues, shall we, shall we say, you know, he didn't quite settle when he went down south, he didn't quite settle when he, when he went to Belgium, but his talent is uh, is not in doubt, and I think, you know, if, if they can get a run of games into him, like you said, then I think he, he, he's well capable of scoring uh, upward of 20 goals this season, if he can get his fitness up get a sustained run in the team because Hearts will create chances I mean we're hoping for you know a good crowd up there at Petard on Saturday you know pushing 20,000 you would hope for Colin push your predictions how do you think it'll pan out I think Aberdeen I think Aberdeen are just from what I've watched I know it's early days in the mm. season what I've seen of both teams so far this season I think Aberdeen might just have the edge on Hearts I can see Hearts losing by one goal again I would go 1-0 Aberdeen okay, Thank you very much Now we head to New Douglas Park where Kilmarnock are the visitors on Saturday afternoon Colin already you know, so much talk, so much uncertainty so much speculation surrounding the Rugby Park Club 
torrid start to the season is probably the, the best way to describe it. Going to a Hamilton uh, side who obviously got a point at Ibrox last weekend. What's your take on, on all things Kilmarnock at the moment, and, and how do you see how things have shaped up there over the summer? Well, I mean, if you if you believe the bookies, you know this is already a relegation, six points mm. or two games into the campaign, mm. which sounds absolutely <coughs> ludicrous. I mean, I've watched Kilmarnock a couple of times this season, and have been desperately poor. Really, mm. I mean, there's clear. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Some off-field issues seem to have spread onto the, to the pitch. But, you know, we can't forget as well that they brought in 11 new players. There was going to be a settling in process, regardless of what's happening off the park. It was going to take time for them to settle on the pitch. You know, when you're bringing an entire team of new players, certainly haven't gelled. I'm not sure if he knows he's right, the right personnel yet, his right system yet. It's a bit of trial and error from Lee Clark. But, you know, it, it's whatever he's doing, it's certainly not working at this moment in, in, in time. You know, they were poor in the Betfred Cup, by all accounts, for, for 81 minutes. They were, they were desperately poor against Motherwell last weekend as well. So, I mean, it, it, it's not looking good. But, I mean, it's I don't, I don't think he'll panic yet. I mean, he's, a, he's an experienced campaigner, Lee Clark. I don't think he'll be he'll be panicking, you know, as, as they head into the second game of the season. That's, I mean, you mentioned, that you know, Lee Clark being an experienced campaigner. You know, that's already been, you know, labelled towards, towards his side that he failed, he's failed to bring in experience, you know, that... You know, and, and certainly in the middle of the park for Kamala, where they were certainly like last season, they just escaped relegation call in the last couple of seasons. The way things are shaping up with so many young kids coming in and obviously unrest in the stands as well, which doesn't doesn't help matters. I mean, are they amongst your favourites? Would you, would you say to go down this season? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would have it between. You know, if you put a gun to my head right now, I would have it between Hamilton and Kilmarnock, who, who finishes bottom of the pile this season. As you, as you mentioned, the one thing that Kelly probably needed was some a bit of experience and some winners, some mentally mm. tough guys who'd been there over the, the mm. course of the, you know before. Haven't really done that. A lot of young kids are brought in from development side south of the border. You know, this is a whole new experience for these boys. They're not used to playing competitive football at this level. So it might just take some of them a few weeks, maybe a few months, just to find their feet, and, and we might see a better commander mm-hmm. further down the line. I think Hamilton 
will, will also struggle simply because of the fact they are the poorest club in the, mm. in the top flight. You know, they don't have the resources mm. to go out and spend you know, and, and bring in players if things are not going well. Mm. I mean, they certainly look very impressive uh, against Rangers at Ibrox last Saturday, albeit losing at home to Morton in midweek in the Betfred Cup call. And you were there. A disappointing result for them, given how well they had done at Ibrox. It was chalk and cheese from the performance at Ibrox, and to be quite honest, they were lucky to get away with just a 2-1 mm. defeat. Morton were superior in every area of the pitch. They were really well worth the, well worth the victory and their place in the quarter-final. You know, Mikey Devlin came out after it, Martin Cannon came out after it and said you know, it was simply unacce- unacceptable, the performance. I mean, it was very un-Hamilton-like. Uh, they just were not at the races, and I say they were... Morton were convincing winners mm-hmm. I mean you have guys there you know Alec Crawford Dougie Emery who has been over the course so many times obviously with Hamilton St Bernard's clubs amongst them will they have enough experience do you think that they can maybe push towards a, a you know a relegation playoff place I mean do, do you see Aki uh, sorry Aki's finishing above Kilmarnock at this stage or, mm. or is it too early uh, to make those kind I think of it's very very hard to call but, but what, what they do have you know the, the one of their biggest advantages haven't got they've got continuity mm-hmm. they've got the same squad it's probably been tipped to go down for the last three or four seasons mm-hmm. you know and, and every season they pull it off and, and they stay in the mm-hmm. top flight you know that, that does act as motivation so the, the guys that they, they have in their team know what it takes to mm-hmm. stay in this division so so that, that certainly mm-hmm. will help them which which Kilmarnock don't have and in and, and that sense then the flip side of that coin will Kilmarnock and Lee Clark especially be looking at this the other way and saying well if we can go there get a result then you know this can also kick start us and fire us off yeah well is it, is it I mean last season when they, they played it right at the end of the season did Kilmarnock mm. not go there two or right. last the penultimate right. game or, or three mm. games from the end and won 4-0 mm. at Hamilton right. wiped the floor with them so I'm sure he'd be telling his, his players, you know, look what we did the last time we played them at uh, New Douglas mm. Park or, or the Super Seal Stadium, shall, shall we call it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, can I ask then for a prediction, Hamilton Kilmarnock? I think 1 1. 1 1. Okay, Sitting no. the fence. You can watch the goals from all the big SPFL games on the website at thescottishsun.co.uk forward slash sport. <laughs> All right, from South Lanarkshire to the Highlands now and the Highland Derby, Inverness at home to Ross County. Both these clubs have done remarkably well in recent seasons, top six finishes, um, Scottish Cup wins, League Cup wins, etc, etc. However, both have suffered, let's say, an indifferent start to the season, both in terms of the League Cup and in terms of the... SPFL Ross County losing away to Dundee last weekend by three goals to one, and obviously Partick Thistle beating Inverness two 0 at Fair Hill. So Colin Highland Derby, huge game for both clubs. It's a big game, more so probably for Richie Foran. He just t- took over from from John Hughes in the summer. Got off to a flying start, you know, scored twelve mm-hmm. goals in two Betfred Cup mm-hmm. games, all guns blazing. Looked at him, but they went to Partick Thistle last weekend and were very poor. Lost two 0 and then they lost one 0 in midweek to Alice, you know, from from scoring twelve and two to two blanks mm-hmm. in two, which which doesn't augur well. Ross County also struggled last week; uh, were easily turned over by Dundee. So I mean, it's the, for both island clubs, you know, it's it's shaping up to be a must win. Um, it would certainly, you know, give them a bit mm-hmm. of a boost. You know, they've been very just struggled to to get mm-hmm. going both teams mm-hmm. so far this season you know Inverness they weren't too but you know decent in the first half against Partick Thistle last weekend but as soon as Thistle scored the heads went down and just really couldn't get motoring and, and a 
by all accounts, he struggled to create chances uh, at Alaba in, in, in midweek in the cup. A huge game, as you say, for, for, for Richie Foran, the, the new Inverness manager. A lot of people calling, perhaps unfairly, tipping Cali Thistle to amongst the, the team's fighting relegation. Is that how do you see that panning out that way, or do, yeah. do you think they'll have enough about them? And evidence of the last couple of games, you would, you would think they struggle, but no, I mean they. they I, th- I think they've got enough about them steer themselves away from the relegation zone. You know, they, I know they haven't scored in the last two games, but as they showed earlier in the, in the, in the Betfred Cup campaign, yeah, they, they've got the capacity to create chances mm-hmm. and score goals. Um, I think Richie's going to change the style of play. You know, last season under John Hughes, you know, they were, they were a bit slow and predictable at times. You know, a very ticky tacker that was the, mm-hmm. the style adopted by John Hughes. I know a lot of the players didn't like it. Richie Foran certainly didn't like it. He's changed it, you know, he's made them more direct, getting the ball further, you know, to forward areas much quicker. Yeah, I think Inverness will be okay as the, as the season goes on. And good news for Ross County off the park this week, Chairman Roy McGregor confirming that the club is finally debt free, which is, you know, testament to the work he has done up there. Well, I mean, any any club in, in this era that can be, be debt free is, is, is an achievement in itself. You know, we see so many clubs just spending out with their means and getting themselves into trouble. So, you know, it is refreshing to see clubs who spend, you know, within their means and are run efficiently. And that's one thing that you can certainly say about Roy McGregor and, and Ross County, you know, that they certainly are an example and how to, to, to run a good football club. Quick prediction then? 2-1 Inverness. 2-1 Inverness, OK. Next up, Motherwell at home to St Johnston at Firth Park. Cracking start to the season, certainly in the league for Motherwell, winning 2-1 at Kilmarnock on Saturday. However, on the wrong end of a 5-0 hammering at Celtic Park on Wednesday night. Again, Colin, big game for both teams already. Yeah, I mean, it could have been double figures on, on Wednesday night at, at Celtic Park. I mean, Celtic was simply outclassed Motherwell, and I'm sure that's done little for their confidence mm ahead of uh, St Johnson going there at the weekend you know they did well at Rugby Park albeit against a struggling commander mm. team St Johnson obviously picking up a point at home to Aberdeen last Sunday and then edging hearts out in the, in the, in the league cup yeah but we, I mean, we, we shouldn't really be surprised with St mm. George you know season in season out Tommy Wright makes him such a hard team to beat mm. you know he's made a couple of additions during the summer to, to strengthen his squad and, and I, I can't see St Johnston being out of the, the top six again this season usually start well you know they've, they've shown so far did well against Aberdeen uh, and another good result in midweek against a good Hearts team you know they, they'll be going to Firth Park you know full of confidence and expecting to pick up the three points as you say I mean St Johnston flying high Mullerow heads will be down uh, and, uh, you know given the manner of the defeat at Celtic Park uh, should that Way in their favour, do you think St Johnson's favour comes Saturday? I think St Johnson will favourites going into the game, mm. yeah, and I, and I would fully expect St Johnson to, to win on Saturday. Okay, all. Scoreline prediction? Eh, 2 0. 2 0. Like Sunsport on Facebook for all the Scottish football latest. Uh, and finally, Celtic travel to, to Ireland at the weekend to play Inter in the ICC Cup. On the back of Colin, which was a, a you know thoroughly comprehensive and deserved victory over Motherwell, uh, as we've mentioned on Wednesday night, with Scott Sinclair and Moussa Dembele especially catching the eye. Yeah, look, two terrific additions. Very, very, very pacey. And with a touch of class, you know, Scott Sinclair, you know, you don't join Man's, you know, play for the clubs that he has down mm. south and, and not be a good player. You see, he hit the, the ground running when he came on his debut and scored the winner at Tynecastle last week, scored again in midweek. He really looks a, a valuable addition to the Celtic squad. Moussa Dembele take a little while to, to, to get going, but that goal against Astana really has 
done his confidence the world of good. He looks a different player now, and I, and I think the pair of them will, will wreak havoc in uh, Scottish defences this season. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, there's so many attacking options now for, for Brendan Rodgers, but it's attacking options with incredible pace. You know, which if you've got in your front line, then you're going to trouble most teams, aren't you? Well, that's what you know. Most most of the the back lines in Scottish football struggle with a lack of pace. They don't mm. like playing against you know guys with speed, and, and these two are, are absolutely lightning. So I, I do think as the season goes on that they they, they will score a lot of goals eh, for Celtic. Mm. Also, Brendan seems to be getting the best out of James Forrest, who we seem to think was on his way out of the club in yeah. the summer. He just signed a new contract. Tom Rodgers as well had another terrific performance. Another one has just signed a new contract. So, I mean, after the blip against Gibraltar, Brendan has certainly turned it around pretty yeah. quickly. How, how will he view this game against Inter? I mean, you know, ICC's got whatever it's called. I mean, it's, by and large, it's a friendly call. And would he have preferred to be involved in league action and build on, on, on the momentum of Tynecastle on again, Motherwell? I'm not quite sure. I think the fact that they had that competitive game against Motherwell will, will help them. If he hadn't got that, I'm sure he would have preferred a league game heading into the final Champions League qualifier. But I, I think it'll be a pretty shadow mm. team that he'll, he'll field against Inter Milan. I mean, he can't risk any of his key players picking up injuries ahead of a game which could be worth £20 million to the, to the club. So I, I think there'll be people who need run out, you know, fringe players that are needing some minutes under their belt, probably field a couple of youngsters and give them a little bit of experience of playing against that calibre of opposition. OK, Colin, thank you very much. Thank you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.